Pittsburgh Steelers fans, this is Jeff Hartman. Welcome back to another training camp recap. That's right, day two of padded practice. August 18th is in the books, and it's time to give you that quick recap. This recap is brought to you by BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. As always, wherever you're listening to this podcast, make sure that you follow us, subscribe, does not matter, and BehindTheSteelCurtain.com should be your one-stop shop for all things Pittsburgh Steelers. Let's get right into things. Heinz Field was the location. I said the 18th was the date, and they were in full pads again. Let's start off by the players that were off, that did not practice on this day two of what I call real training camp. Guard David DeCastro, offensive tackle Alejandro Villanueva, Joe Hayden, and Eric Ebron did all all did not practice and they were all given a veterans day off by Mike Tomlin. A lot of fans hate this at the same time Tomlin has figured out how to kind of navigate those waters. Wide receiver James Washington who sat out day 1 of padded practice was in shorts and caught passes, but he did not work in team drills. So he is clearly banged up in some way shape or form and is working his way back. Now With that said, the Steelers did have two reported injuries during the session on Tuesday, and that was tight end Dax Raymond, who was the newest addition to the tight end room. He was hurt on an edge rushing drill. They calling it a high ankle sprain, or his ankle appeared to get twisted, according to Tomlin. Uh, He got up on his own power. He was able to get off the field, but he's being evaluated. At the time that Mike Tomlin addressed the media after practice, He did not know the extent of the injury. The other injury, and this is a tough one to swallow, was rookie fourth-round pick Kevin Dotson. He he got his knee twisted up. The public relations department for the Steelers uh, is saying that uh, they didn't say how it really happened, but he was helped off the practice field at Heinz Field with a trainer, and Ben Roethlisberger was there to make sure that they were there. Now, Tomlin, again, did confirm that both Raymond and Dotson were getting further evaluation. So it's not a necessarily a dire situation for either player. But what I will say is that both of these players cannot afford to miss a lot of time. Dotson is considered a future starter, but at the same time, some people even slated him and said he could potentially fill in a guard and, and let Matt Filer go back to tackle. I'm not sure if I was in that boat, but any missed time is going to really hurt his chances. So we will have to wait and hear and see maybe someone like Dax Raymond with, a, with an ankle, maybe it, it bounces back and he's able to get out on the field, but it just is not a good look when you have these injuries. Uh, we hope it's not serious. And as we know more, you'll know more, but those are the only injuries of note so far through training camp. And that includes the padded practices that have taken place. All right, let's get to some notes that took place down at Heinz Field. Ben Roethlisberger and Juju Smith-Schuster rekindled their rapport, connecting multiple time during the team's live periods of work. Boy, we hope that 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 connection gets rekindled as it was described. Mike Tomlin continued to show specific interest in his tight ends, physicality, and blocking, monitored their sled work closely, and then was especially vocal during an outside linebacker tight end man-on-man drill. To me, this screams that the Steelers are preparing to run more two tight end sets in 2020 with Vance McDonald and Eric Ebron. But the only thing is, is that if you're going to have the versatility of two tight end sets, everyone has to be able to block. You just can't have a guy that's going out there and whiffing. You think back to 
the the glory days of the Patriots. I'm talking when their offense was just ridiculous. It, who'd they have? Rob Gronkowski on one side, Aaron Hernandez on the other. Clearly, both of those players were adept at blocking and pass catching. And it seems like that's what the Steelers want to do, and that could be a really good wrinkle for this offense in 2020. Alex Highsmith, rookie out of Charlotte, he was assigned multiple reps on Monday's back on backers drill. He showed well on Tuesday, earning lots from Tomlin and even got some extra teaching from TJ Watt and in regards to his footwork. If you're going to learn, that's a guy to learn from TJ Watt appears to be in midseason form, energized his teammates with an especially quick and forceful tackle on Anthony McFarland behind the line of scrimmage in an early live session period. At this point in time, typically only running backs are taken to the ground, but they're still tackling. And so TJ Watts looking like he is not, let, let me just put it this way. looks like he hasn't missed a beat because he was playing lights out at the end of last season. And he seems like he picked up right where he left off the seven shots period. That is the goal line drill, the red zone drill, seven plays who wins more offense or defense. Seven shots period was a little different than normal as the Steelers were went horizontal on half the field rather than vertical. The offense recorded four scoring plays from Roethlisberger, including a fake handoff and a quarterback draw. Clearly, they're not going to hit Roethlisberger in those situations. And then Mason Rudolph connected on two or three plays with McFarlane breaking through on the other. The Steelers worked on setting the edge with the tight ends under the watchful eye and boisterous voice of Mike Tomlin. And Zach Banner, offensive tackle, vying for the right tackle spot. A lot of people are wondering between he and Chuksakura for he played all his snaps in the jumbo tight end set in 2019, locked up Bud Dupree on two occasions, the second of which Dupree asked for a redo. Banner then went over to the one-on-one lineman drills and stymied Henry Mondeau and rookie Carlos Davis. In the same drill, Highsmith got around Dax Raymond. This was before Raymond's injury. TJ Watt and Banner engaged in a couple of, we'll call them close disagreements, quote unquote, during practice, close disagreements. What does that mean? That means that they got into a scuffle. That means that they were possibly shoving each other. That means that they were getting heated. I'm not sure who was doing what. It does not give that type of depth of information. No one on Twitter that was there. You, the reporters were saying anything, but TJ Watt and Banner got into it and that's okay. I don't want fans to think that this is something that is concerning. No, these are two guys. Zach Banner has a lot on the line. TJ Watt might've thought maybe he went over the line a little bit, or maybe he was just frustrated with himself. Tempers flare. It is, it is what it is. It's camp. It happens. Anthony McFarland was highly visible again, hitting open holes with authority and finding more running room. Once he did keep an eye out for this stuff. Keep an eye out for this. You're going to hear more from Anthony McFarland. That's going to be important. Roethlisberger and Chase Claypool connected a handful of times in individual drills. Claypool caught his first pass of the day in the end zone. And Roethlisberger yelled, great pass, great catch. I mean, the two connected again on a long pass on the left sideline in a team period. Wide receiver Deontay Johnson and Ryan Switzer fielded punts. And cornerback James Pierre also fielded punts. Some standout plays that happened. In day two of padded practices, wide receiver Saeed Black Blackmail, I think that Blacknell, I'm sorry, made an impression made, made an impressive special team stop, exciting both Mike Tomlin and Mike Fitzpatrick, who highlighted that both hail from the same home state of New Jersey. Keep an eye out for some of these special teams plays. They can be what makes or breaks a player's roster spot. 
Wide receiver Chase Claypool made a nice twisting catch on a back shoulder fade on a pass thrown by Roethlisberger. Roethlisberger hit Claypool in the back of the end zone also, but he only got one foot down. Some of these rookie receivers, it takes some time to remember, get it two feet down the NFL. This isn't college anymore. Safety Terrell Edmonds, who a lot of people are concerned about. A lot of people are wondering if he's going to be able to fill in. A lot of people are wondering if everything that he's a first round draft pick. They just want to see him play like one. Terrell Edmonds followed up a really good day on Monday and the passing game with some big hits in live 11 on 11 drills. Edmonds made two big hits on running backs during the second drill of practice. That's good news. And then lastly, Brian Switzer, everyone's favorite whipping boy, hauled in a pretty touchdown pass near the end of practice from Roethlisberger from 10 yards away. So yesterday, a lot of fans were upset that they didn't really get any news. Where are the news? This is the first day of padded practice. Where's all the news? Well, you know what? It kind of came in day two. Unfortunately, some of that news is with injuries, and some of it is exciting news, whether it's Terrell Edmonds playing well, uh, Saeed Blackmail making a play on special teams, Chase Claypool, and Roethlisberger's rapport seems to be growing. Roethlisberger and Smith-Schuster seem to be getting back into the grind and into the groove that they had before Roethlisberger's injury. Um, and it just seems like there's a lot of players that are stepping up and stepping into their own TJ Watts, TJ Watt, but you have that right tackle battle with Zach Banner. Zach Banner was of note, nothing yet on a core four. Does that mean that Banner has the lead in this race? I don't know. It's still really early to tell, but every time there's a padded practice for the Pittsburgh Steelers, we will have one of these training camp recaps here on behind the audio platform period. So with that said, make sure you check us out. I believe that on Wednesday, the Steelers do have another padded practice or another practice. We'll see if they're donning pads. We will be back. We'll be back talking about the practice recap. I hope you check it out. This is really short, 10 to 15 minutes at the max, talking about what happened, who surprised, who disappointed, who got hurt, who's still healthy. That's what this is all about. The Steelers camp rolls on. We'll be with you every step of the way, wherever you listen to whether that's iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Anchor, Stitcher, you name it, follow us there so you don't miss anything. That's all of our morning shows, our PM shows, and this recap as well. Make sure you check out BehindTheSteelCurtain.com for all your Pittsburgh Steelers needs. I'm Jeff Hartman, co-editor of said website. We will see you later. God bless. Take care.